You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's hey. right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. Doug. And we welcome you to episode 154 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are also on Twitter at WNS Podcast for That's the main Twitter. site, WNS Source. Twitter. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I make you say that. This is fun. That's We're also on Stitcher. Stitcher. And uh, you can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Bear yes. on Twitter. Yes. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do all that shit, man. You haven't made a new Twitter yet? No. Oh. I can't think of a good a new good name that I want to keep, though. Or I would. How about Doug? Abby underscore Duh nope. underscore Doug. No. Okay. Well, it was worth a shot. So welcome to the show, everyone. Got a huge show for you. As we get ever closer to Christmas, the holiday season Huge. is here. What? Should we tell everyone what's going to happen, the schedule? Yeah, we can go ahead and do that. Um, next week's going to be sort of a a special. We're not we're not going to, you know, since it's going to be, you know, Christmas Eve and all that, um, we're going to, you know, do just like a little special. We're not going to talk about Raw or anything like that. Um, so that... Uh, I think it's only... I think it's only going to be a tribute to the trips anyway, and we're not really going to. We wouldn't have critiqued that anyway. So. Yeah, we can't critique the, the right. troops. Come on now. So uh, the show, not the oh, troops. Yeah. Show. Oh yeah. You know what I mean though. But uh, <laughs> but you don't. You shouldn't They're, critique like a charity event or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's it's all in fun, and there's going to be concerts and comedians and all kinds of stuff. So, um, but basically, you know, we're going to kind of take the week off and enjoy time with our family, but we're still going to give you a little something so that, you know. Something, something. That way, you know, if if you don't want to listen to holiday music, Christmas music, that whole week, you know, you'll have something else that you can turn to. We'll still be here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just a little something for you guys and gals. And we der- certainly do appreciate everyone who, uh, who tunes in and listens. So basically after today... After this show that you're listening to now, we're not going to be back proper in full form until next year. So. Yeah, January 1st, that is going to be a Wednesday. We're going to postpone the uh, the show. We're not recording Christmas by, Eve. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not going to record Christmas Eve. We're not going to record New Year's Eve. Right. Unfortunately, they fall what? both on Tuesday. We're going to record is, and we can give, her, give the gift. Nah, we already gave her gifts. But. The gift that keeps on giving? Mm-hmm. The weekly installment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swing on by and get a Tyler A. Bear hug. Proof. So there you go. So, uh, but yeah, so we still have lots to talk about this week. Uh, TLC, Raw, Total Divas, Hot Topics, Q&A. Um, got to go this weekend to Booker T's Reality of Wrestling. Unfortunately, you guys, uh, you guys didn't get to go, but uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to go. They had special guests, Michael Cole, Stevie Ray, Shelton Benjamin, The Usos, and The Boogeyman. So just a, you know, a lot of guests there. Really cool show. Major thanks to those uh, to those guys for hooking us up with some tickets. Um, certainly do appreciate it. Yeah, it was all fun. Well, I would have liked to have gone, but I don't get off of work on Saturdays till like five fucking thirty. Yeah, then that's like a you know that's the drive. Mm-hmm. So I, there's no way I could have made it. You would have had to rush it. So. Uh, well, even if I rushed it, I couldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. Really, 
But still, a very uh, packed house. Huh? Packed, yes. Uh, there were only a couple of seats that were uh, that were left open. Uh, there was like the row behind me. So, uh, but all in all, it was a really good time. Had a lot of fun. Um, um, also, I guess we want to tell me if people didn't know they uh, the Usos are were students of Booker's. Yes. So they were there. You know, they they appeared to say, "Hey, you know, thanks for supporting the the product. This is where we got our start." You know, just really good stuff. Major thanks to the uh, to the crowd. So it was good stuff. I enjoyed it. Um, so not too bad. But um, it was a weekend of wrestling for me, I guess. So uh, diving on in, we got to we got to go to Houston on Sunday and have a grand old time. Yeah. Tyler was called majestic, majestic. because of his beard. Got a lot of looks with that beard. Okay, well, well first we got to start off. Okay, we went okay. to we tried to go to an arcade. We thought it was an old thought style. Thought it was an arcade. Yeah, but it's a place that sells stuff for arcades. You have to make an appointment. So we're sells bummed out for that. I'd like to rent it by the quarter. And then we Change. stayed downtown. Uh, we found another place. We parked. Mm-hmm. And we ate at an awesome uh, uh, Tex-Mex restaurant. Fine, fine, fine Mexican yeah, restaurant. pretty fine. Um, <clears throat> it was Very really fancy. good. Guadalajara. Delicious. If you're yeah. ever in downtown Houston, go to Guadalajara. Amazing stuff. Doug, what were your thoughts on Shit Guadalajara? Was on point. Shit it was, was on point. Because I know at first we were like, oh, man, this is like, this might be out of our price range. and uh, it, was yeah. just, it was just... It was just slightly more expensive than than what we're used to. Yeah, and, uh, it was totally fine once we got in. It was worth and it. worth it. Yeah, definitely. It was, you know, fancy, and the salsa was awesome. The cheese was great. I'm not, I'm not a big like chunky salsa guy, but mm-hmm. uh, that shit was pretty good. Yeah, so it's a great start to the day. Then uh, since we were there early, you know, we we found we, one. We, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Oh. I'm a big salsa guy, just not a chunky salsa. Yeah. Right. Uh, but we did find uh, a little parking space that, uh, you know, we pulled up and it was like, hey, pay here to get your parking pass. It's five dollars. OK, we'll do that. Uh, knock that out. Put the ticket in. And, uh, you know, we were there a good, you know, hour and a half before people were even let into the to the arena. When we parked there. We ate and we came back and they had already bumped the price by like 20 bucks. To park yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so the parking spot that we got for $5 was now $25. So we ended up saving 20 bucks on that. So I uh, got very lucky on that. How one. the fuck do the, you got, you guys that live in big cities paying for parking and shit. Mm-mm. That is a whole different world for Mm-mm. us, man. We don't, we don't understand yeah. how that shit works. Yeah. You just park on the street and walk. It's yeah. That's what we do. You don't have to yeah. pay to park anywhere here. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, maybe like by the courthouse. Other than that, you don't have to pay to park by the courthouse. Well, I think they had some meters over there. I don't know. If you're gonna park on the street, you can just park yeah. in the lot, though. Yeah, and they have a free lot, so. But we were super close to the venue, like <laughs> yeah. not too far at all. But uh, right across the street. Like, from it, was, it was actually we 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 discovered there was actually the uh, same parking lot that we parked in. Tyler, I, Tyler, and I went to WrestleMania 25, and uh, when we were leaving the. Uh, Hall the fame. Hall of Fame that year, we saw um, Antonio Cesaro, uh, then Claudio Castagnoli, and Chris Hero, newly again Chris Hero, yeah. <laughs> uh, in that parking lot, and we just saw them walking. Like I guess they had just attended the Hall of Fame just like us, and um, like Hero was on his phone, and I show, I yelled Claudio out, and he just like raised his arm up like. What's up? <laughs> but it was cool. Like yeah. yesterday, so very good stuff. We we went to the merch booth because yeah. They have a, a trailer outside mm-hmm. uh, that you can do that. And also, I mean, they have it inside, but they weren't letting people in at the time. Right. But we, we got our stuff. 
I got two Daniel Bryan beards because I'm I'm the type that if I get something I like, I want something in the package and something to play with. Mm-hmm. And also I got a Daniel Bryan yes towel. I pretty much wore that beard the whole time. I took it <laughs> off a few times, but yeah, it's true. He he walked. We walked around the park oh near Toyota Center. Yeah, I didn't take and that off. And you wore that beard too. Yeah, you got a lot was, of looks. That was fun. A lot of chuckles. So uh, I think he brightened a lot of people's day. Yeah, little kid twice. He, he came up to me and said it was majestic. I didn't know how to take it because that's that <laughs> well, was kind of weird. He, I think he understood. I think he overheard us being like, "Did he say that you looked majestic?" So he came back again to make sure you understood. This is me saying to you, you yeah. are majestic, yes, sir. Yes, sir, you are indeed majestic. <laughs> you did hear correctly. I, I told him thank you, but I was kind of confused. <laughs> we were, uh, we were, we were like debating, like maybe this was like a slang term that we weren't hip, <laughs> that we weren't hip to yeah. or something. Like maybe he was like poking fun at you or something. But apparently, he looked sincere. I mean, it was sincere in what he meant as far as majestic. But then we did. Look up Majestic. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. If you were wanting to laugh, go look up Majestic. Well, I think it's The Majestic. The Majestic. Oh, my God. That was an interesting ride home with that description. So, anyways. But uh, the the stuff that was going on in the park was interesting. They had a few things going on. There was a lot of people there. There was uh, some people dancing or performing. Yeah. Uh, You know, singing. Singing. There's a dog park. People have their dogs. Ice rink. Ice rink. Uh, There's people just playing in in the park a tv and, tree yeah we we just uh went up on a hill because we saw some kids rolling down there and we're like let's just go stay on the hill but i mean it was fun all in all so yeah very good time in downtown houston and then we got to go inside after the uh the lines wrapped Pass around the merch, building boots 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 the uh the lines wrapped completely around the buildings it yeah. was insane um, but we eventually did get inside. I was very shocked to see the way that the, uh, the, uh, security was handling the situation, R- turning down people with, uh, still photograph cameras. I found that to be very shocking. Um, like I understand. It's you know, understood th- that you don't take video cameras into yes. events. We know that they, they don't want you taping and distributing that shit. We understand, but these people with just like regular mm-hmm. cameras, like for photographs. Yeah. Like Polaroids or something, you know, just these guys want to get good shots so they can remember the thing. But, you know, if if it was visible, then they told people, go back to your well, cars and put The that ones up. I saw them, like, turning away weren't even, like, these, like, new school, like, hybrid cameras where you know that they do video and, like, still right. pictures. These were, like, those, photo- like, professional photography. Like, you could tell, like, it just it's just one of those ones that takes, like, 500 fucking pictures a, a yeah. click or whatever. They weren't video and, sh- video and shit on that, so I don't know. Maybe that's uh, yeah. like their new deal. I don't know. If it was visible, they told you, you no. Know, like, someone could have had it in their, like, like, uh, like a little holster maybe on their <laughs> hip or, like, in their jacket because Daniel passed and I passed. And, like, I mean, they didn't look. I have a phone on my hip, but, you know, they, yeah. you know people could still. They, the, the security there, you know, they were looking for something visible. Like, if you had hidden it in a coat pocket or something like that, you would have walked right in. No one would have known. The kid that was sitting, like, two rows in front of us, like, taped the whole thing with his fucking Vita. Yeah. Like, he had the Vita out. just, like... And he needs to learn how to stand still. Because, <laughs> like, this whole, like, walking and, like, moving around and... Yeah, fuck, uh, he was... He always did the Randy Orton yeah. pose. I love like, it. I don't, I don't understand the people who... He's who, a hypocrite is what he is. <laughs> I don't understand people who do that. Like, like... If it's like a hell show, I can see like okay, that's never going to be reproduced for you to, to see again. So I can yeah. understand like wanting video of that, or but like a pay per view, or like even like dark matches. I understand, but like a pay per view 
where there was no dark match. All there was was like what was already going to be on the pre-show anyway. Right. Like you're there and you see it just by the DVD. That's the video. Like mm-hmm. you know that you were there. Just watch the video again. Or like you know, for why do you the, want it from a shittier view? Is what well, I'm saying. Well, for when like when the shield comes down, if for those people who are on that row, they're going to be like, dude, look how close I was, and they might want to take a video That's instead a of a different. picture. But I mean, like this, yeah, people were just like video and film the entrance. And what was funny, what cracked you me up. the entrance on the DVD. Yeah. What, what cracked me up was during the main event when he had his Randy Orton t-shirt, John Cena foam hand, um, and both replica toy, you know, toy belts over his shoulders. He handed his Vita to his mom and was like, here, record this so that he could do the Orton pose. I was like, really, dude? But anyway. That's funny. I, I like as that. As long yeah. as he had, he had fun. A, he had a blast. Yeah. There was a lot of, we, I mean, there it was, was a good crowd. I mean, it yeah, was, was, it was really happy fun, the like, call. the only thing, like, you know, we got up so many times because yeah. the family next to us kept on getting out, but that wasn't too bad compared to the last Raw that I'd we rather do that than have to deal with people who are just, like, ignorant and annoying. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, it, it it cleaned the palate from, from the 20th anniversary of Raw for Houston wrestling experience. fans, were okay with you again. Yeah, you're you're all right. So, uh, but let's dive on in to TLC. We got, like we said, we got to go there, have a lot of fun. Uh, the kickoff match, Fandango versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, you know, a traditional kickoff show where it's going to be, you know, it's not the longest match. And, you know, it's just something to get the crowd warming up. Um, Fandango ended up getting the victory. I don't really know. Is there anything really to talk about it? No, I was great. I liked it. Okay. Did you say I was great? It was great. It was great. Okay. All right, cool. So uh, Fandango ended up getting the victory, which takes us into TLC. Glad we got some pyro. Very good stuff. Um, We, uh, the first matchup, got to see CM Punk versus The Shield in a three-on-one handicap match um, with CM Punk getting the victory. I thought this one was very well done. Um, You know, through... Where, from where we were sitting, you know, we were opposite side of where the shield was, so we couldn't see the doctors tending to Roman Reigns, so we could only speculate as to what had happened. But it turns out, like, you know, he got a big bump on his eye. Yeah. Um, I think they said he got thrown into, whenever he got thrown the onto the announce table, his eye caught uh, Cole's uh, chair. But um, I thought the match was very well done, uh, especially for a... You know, three-on-one handicap match. You have to find a way to divide and conquer. And, you know, Shield got their offense, and then Punk got his offense and managed to sneak out a victory after uh, um, Reigns hit Ambrose with the spear. Showed, you know, hey, oh, this could uh, show some more dissension. Yeah. uh, From the Shield. Yeah, but it was um, a pretty – I thought it was a very good start. How about you, Doug? It was great. I liked it. Yeah. (laughs) Look like it's, I don't look. I don't want to come off like super fake or insincere or mm-hmm. insincere sounding, but like I'm probably gonna say that for every match because, like, look, I know that like a lot of this, a lot of times on the show we come and we can be like you know real critical of of what we see and there's something there's something to me that like very special about live like professional wrestling. Um, there's something there that doesn't translate, uh, you know, to the TV. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there are some aspects and uh, some ways that, that t- a television can, like, help a match. But mostly, I think it's... It's the feeling, the it, atmosphere. It, it's it's mostly, like, the the best stuff about, like, live pro wrestling doesn't necessarily, necessarily translate to TV. And it's, like, yeah, it's just awesome. Like, I had a great time. I loved, like, every match. I, every match, I was like, that was great. I loved it. Bring on the board, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, it was... The, the pay-per-view itself 
didn't have a whole lot of bad thing, negative things that I, I, I found to say. I, thought, I liked I thought, everything. Yeah, I would say that this pay-per-view was definitely stronger than many of the of the past of this year. So um, even, uh, I know I'm not skipping, but even a match later on, we'll talk about uh, a surprise match that happened or something that got made during the pay-per-view. Yeah, so. Uh, well, yeah. like, I, I just want to say, like, really quick, I I've, I've, know I've, I've said this before on the show, but I don't necessarily think, I don't necessarily know how many people believe me when I say this. Because we can be so critical sometimes, but um, I'm a super easy audience for pro wrestling. I'll watch pro wrestling for fucking hours on end. Even really shitty, terrible pro wrestling, I can watch for hours on end. And uh, if you couple like me being such an easy audience with like the greatness of live pro wrestling, it's like, yeah, I just sat in my chair and smiled and like <laughs> took took everything in from, you know, just the little stuff of how the crowd is trained to respond to certain things. Mm -hmm. Like when Biggie drops straps, they know to pop and oh, yeah. shit like that. I mean, it's like, I'm really glad the Houston crowd was into this right, and right. they were vocal, you know? Yeah. There was a few people that some dissenters, know, but like, yeah, they, people pretty largely did let them get it started. Too. Even before the show, I know you have people who do the woo and all that stuff right there, but even during the show and before the show, it's, still awesome to see everyone go yes stand up and oh still yeah do that you know just uh, awesome. like i don't even have like I, i'm not like i don't even have to like cheer myself to appreciate like i can just like like watch and like take it in and like mm -hmm. you know just be happy with that and i don't know i had like a i had an exceptionally good time um daniel got us these for uh christmas presents he got us tickets so that was very gracious of him we thank, thank you, him no thank problem i had a killer time yeah it was a top notch sir yes yeah. mm, yes it was a hell of a way to spend a, a day with you guys and see a pay-per-view. Fun, time. fun. Great day. I love it. So basically, you're just going to you're gonna be like, so what did you think? It was, like, I'm just gonna it was great. It was great. I, I liked it. <laughs> okay. so uh, Live so. pro wrestling doesn't beat it. Seriously, if you can go to a live show, nothing beats it. Yeah. Of any caliber. I mean, like. And and the, and the feel, like, you know, the way, the way that you feel during a match to know that there are, you know, 15,000 other people feeling the exact same way that's just something really cool like you don't like you said you don't get that when you're watching on it's tv very, it's very it's very easy to be like critical and dismissive of what happens mm -hmm. when it comes across things like obviously we weren't like playing off of like facial expressions so obviously tv helps stuff like that. yeah like your view like you're not getting the angles of like we didn't know what was going on with roman reigns because mm -hmm. another thing about whenever i go to a live pro wrestling i make it a point to watch the ring i don't watch the screens because yeah. i can see that shit on yeah. tv at home you yeah. know I found myself I, looking at the screen quite like a bit. I, w I want my experience to be watching the ring, not watching the screens. So, like, I make it a point to not look at the screens unless it's, like, a promo in between matches yeah. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't, like, that's what that's the TV experience. I want the live experience. Right. So I, I kind of lost my point there. But, like, yeah, it was great. It was fun. It was very enjoyable. So, uh, But CM Punk ends up defeating the Shield thanks to a little bit of luck even though punk doesn't believe in that so uh next matchup we got to see aj lee going up against natalia for the divas championship i thought this was probably one of if not the best divas match of the year um it was great i liked it <laughs> <laughs> if i was gonna if i was gonna nitpick if i was gonna nitpick the one thing i would say was aj like she she didn't give enough time like selling the like the the bump to the guard on the outside she mm -hmm. was a little too quick to recover other than that it was great i liked yeah, it was, you know, very enjoyable. What about you, Tyler? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll say I just, I enjoyed it. 
Okay. Um, you know, I, no, it's, 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 I, you know it, it was a very enjoyable matchup. You know, most of the Divas matches this year has just been very quick or very dull. I felt like this one, the crowd was into it. It was, you know, un, and a lot of people online are even praising this matchup, saying it's, you know, one of the better better ones of the year. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a good showing, but AJ Lee ends up retaining. Well, do you guys feel like, I'm sorry, it's hard, guys. I'm sorry, like another thing, like, Another part of the, uh, I guess to me, uh, the atmosphere and all the stuff that like live compared to on TV is like when certain people come out. Like yes, I, like I'm excited, but I meant like I I'm pumped. Like when Biggie came out, I was like I was kind of going to the the beat and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was popping. I was like yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. Well, do you guys find what I'm saying to be true also, or do you? I mean, there is so yeah. Uh, do you, I mean there's a lot lost in the translation of like broadcasting the show like that you don't get that you get live mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean like do you think you could watch this pay-per-view again on dvd and feel differently about it entirely because i feel like i probably could but yeah. like especially since you have commentary you right. have the you know you have the angles the facial expressions so there's more to to look at right um but you don't get to be as vocal you know because whenever whenever you're in the crowd you're doing the claps you're doing the yeses you're doing you know you're being more involved with it with the event well i i can see that and i think that's like a great point i think that's really valid for a lot of people but i mean i'm speaking about the match itself i think loses something Mm. i don't know yeah i I don't know i don't know it's like like it's an intangible thing that you can't describe you just know that it's lost for me it's one of those things with commentary you know, because commentary is supposed to play a big role in telling the story. So whenever you're at one of these live events, you don't have commentary. You're, you're going based on what you see. So that can take a little bit of it away. And then you go and watch it on TV or, you know, on DVD. And, you know, you hear, you know, the importance of what's going on in the match and what, what it's supposed to mean. Um, you know, and when there's a near fall, the announcers get into it and that gets you into it. Um, but as you know, you're in the crowd, you're still, you're still pumped. Um, but I feel like the, the commentary is supposed to just play such a major role, you know, that, that could be part of the missing feeling of a live crowd. Well, I I certainly agree with that, but I, but I'm speaking strictly about like the match itself and the mm-hmm. work in the ring. And it's not something that I, that I know how to put into words. And it's not something that I've like found a way to describe, to describe. I just, I know that there's something for me that's lost from live to TV. Right. But, uh, and I mean, strictly between the ropes, like the match itself, like mm-hmm. the work, the ring work speaking for itself. But, uh, of course, like all the things you said, but I don't know. This is me. Like I, and I can, I can, you could ask me when I think about all these matches, I can say, great. Loved it. Great, loved it. I yeah. can watch it back on DVD. I may have like a fucking notebook full of right. like, you know, things and, to say. And it could be the fact that, you know, you have one position. You're 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 staring. You don't get separate angles. So what you I see mean, unless you look up on the Well, yeah, but you know, you know, like if you're at a, a house show where they don't do the uh the big screens or something like that, give or take, you know, the the depending on what arena you're in. But, you know, you you have that one angle and you know that's your focus. So see, I don't think it's angles either. Though. I mm. mean, uh, I'm I'm not saying it's something that's like um, the match is missing. I'm just saying it's something that like the match has that doesn't make it to TV. Not like not something that you could hmm. that, that's taken away from your experience mm-hmm. that add it adds to it when it gets added back in. I'm saying it's something that's already there that you 
actually lose from the match whenever it's on TV. I think, and, it, and I don't know how to describe it or what I'm trying to say exactly. It may, I mean, you, you kind of touched on this whenever we went to one of the house shows, um, you know, a, a few years ago, where you talked about a match with Christian, and you said, you know, you see you see his matches on TV, and you're like, man, he's you know he's really good in the ring, but then whenever we watched him live, you're saying, my God, you know, his timing is just amazing you know right. the the thing this feel with timing yeah just all of that so i mean maybe that could be it because you're yeah. you're not getting cuts and you're not getting you know extreme zoom ins and zoom outs right you're seeing what they're doing and only what they're doing not and all, yeah and not what the cameraman's trying to get you to see right so maybe maybe that could be something i don't know but um, I wish I knew. I wish I could say yes, that's it, or no, that's not it. <laughs> I wish I knew what I was trying. But you to would say. know if it. If it I, was I, it. I hope someone else out there feels the same way. I hope I'm not the only one. Like, right. So, but all in all, it was very enjoyable. Uh, next matchup, we got to see Big E Langston defeat Damian Sandow for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, you know, I didn't. I don't think too many people were betting on Sandow to win. But, I did. Um, uh, apparently, I think I picked. Did you? I think I picked Sandow. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I picked, yeah, I think I picked Biggie. So, uh, but the match I felt, you know, for what it was, it was it was pretty good. Great, uh, Alex. <laughs> yeah, the next matchup, which was more. Yeah, than I mean, like, honestly, that that's when I know that's another appreciation I get for from a live show is how a crowd is conditioned to respond to things mm-hmm. and how they know to play you. Like all oh, the strap coming down, straps come down. Like, okay, nobody bit hard on a false fin or like on a, a pinfall that whole match. But when he takes the straps down, oh, that's when the fun oh, crowd yeah, you know, like, it's goes, like, Oh, it's over. It's like, mm-hmm. they're going home. It's time to get excited. You know? it's, it's all business. Now, you know, business is about to pick up. So, um, the little visual cues and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's great. So it was very enjoyable. Had a lot of fun. Next matchup. More than, you know, a lot of people will say that this is, or this was the match of the night. Uh, I could definitely see their case for this. Cody Rose and Goldust going up against Ryback and Curtis Axel, the Real Americans, and Big Show with Rey Mysterio. Um, Doug, do I need to ask you how you felt about this one? <laughs> I mean, I'm good. everything was awesome, and I, and I loved everything for real, but this is, like, definitely a stand-up match. This mm-hmm. was a lot of fun, and, like, um, it's like, I like just Big Show and Rey Mysterio. Like, I appreciated, like, how great they are from this match. It's just, like, the little things that those guys do that you don't pick up on necessarily in the ring. Just, like, the way, like, they orchestrate the crowd. Like, Rey, like, Rey and Big Show were, like, such a large part of why the crowd got so hot for this match because they, like, orchestrated the crowd. Like, they're... A lot of times you see like the guy like hanging on the apron, like waiting for the tag or right. waiting for a spot. But these, they're they're like orchestrating their crowd. Ray was like, "No fuckers, it's time to chant, get it, in <laughs> it. you know." And he and he almost he like wheels you to cheer, mm-hmm. you know. Like he's like, "No, no, no, it's time to cheer, everyone cheer." And people are like, "Oh yeah, we should cheer now." Yeah, and, like they can like they play you like a fucking fiddle. It's like great. <laughs> I I enjoyed the whole match, but I think like I think it got better towards the end. Mm-hmm. But like me and me and uh, Doug were talking, we were like, "Oh no!" Because who was it? Real Americans was in there with Goldust and Cody, and they're like, "I was like, dude, I have a feeling." I was like, "Real Americans there." I was like, "No, no, no, that can't happen." That well, no, he was like, he was like, uh, they're, he's like, they're gonna do like Ray and Big Show 
they're going to whittle it down to Ray and Big Show and Cody versus Cody. And when I was like, no, they're not going to do that. That's bullshit. They they don't want to do face face, but sure enough, they did. But it was it was <laughs> yeah. I was it, thinking it out fun. I was thinking the same thing once uh, Americans were out. I was like, really face versus face? How's that going to work? But you know, lo and behold, they pulled it off. And uh, you know, this was definitely a standout match for Goldust. I mean, because he, he was in the ring for quite a while, and he put on a great show. It was just. It was just an enjoyable night. Um, it's like they, we're going like, to be so repetitive on this. Uh, yeah, it's like you really thought for a while. It was like, oh, no, Big Show and Rey Mysterio may get the, you know, you thought that they were going to get the titles and mm-hmm. uh, kick out and all that stuff. And I love the, the, the between Rey Mysterio and Cody Rose. Yeah. Lovely. And the pay-per-view slums for Ryback continue. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but Cody Rose and Goldust. Rybaxel. Rybaxel. Uh, Cody Rosie Gold. You know what? I thought they, I thought they were both totally fine in this match. <laughs> right back. So that sounds like kind of like a a a pill you may get for uh like a what's it called disorder penile. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction. Take right back. for that. <laughs> so that takes us into the next matchup. Our truth going up against Brodus Clay. The two crunkest entrances, like yeah, people fucking went is, off for this. Show. Oh, I missed it because I went to go get. Uh, you missed the what's the entrance, up? The ent- oh, I heard it. Are but, you th- are you there to go stand at the concession stand like all the motherfuckers sitting around <laughs> us? Are you there to watch the get show? Their three beers and chicken strips and everything. Those people like, need I'm to the guy, like sit I'm, down. The ty- I'm the type of guy who's like I'm like holding my piss for like the <laughs> break between the match. I'm mm-hmm. like. Maybe I like I can run and make it, and you know I'm not getting up. Yeah, fuck it. It was uh, like you said, the the two most hype up entrances that well, you can have like going the, up against each other. It was like, like the best like song. They're like two of the best like entrance songs that people love, and like mm-hmm. they put them in the same match, and people were like so hyped for the entrances that they burned themselves out on the entrances, and the match was they were kind of dead for the match. Yeah, because everyone well, was the like, match was also pretty short. Yeah, but like people were like so like. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. What's up? What's up? And when like the match comes, they're like, oh, we're fucking tired now. <laughs> yeah, I want to sit down. Yeah. So, uh, oh, one thing that happened that uh, you said was going to happen and it didn't happen during the tag match, um, the the four team elimination match, the move from Goldust that I missed because some idiot was chanting Super Dragon and I was looking for the idiot and I missed the move and you said, oh, don't worry, they'll show it on replay and they uh, didn't show it on replay. Yeah, she I was so it. sad. Guess we'll have to wait for the DVD. Sad times. Anyways, our truth and Brodus Clay, like we said, kind of a short match, but it was more to progress the story right. of Brodus Clay uh, over anything else. Um, you know, apparently from the reports that I was reading that Brodus Clay was, you know, going back and forth with Tensai. Tensai was saying, dude, you beat him. Just pin him. Let's, right, right. let's get out of here. And, uh, you know, he was refusing to do it. Uh, and it eventually led to Tensai walking off, and uh, Funkodactyls were like, "We're going to." Yeah, they're like, "Why are you acting like this?" Uh, you know, Bruce Clay was the victim. Sure. I like how he grabbed the mic like that. He was like, "Move." <laughs> Y'all listen here, man. But uh, <laughs> main event player. Uh, but our truth ended up getting the victory uh, over Brodus Clay, leading to Brodus Clay losing his mind. Um. That takes us into the uh, impromptu matchup 
that uh, took place during the kickoff. It led during the kickoff because uh, Miz was on the uh, the panel, the pre-show panel, kickoff panel, whatever you want to call it, along with Mick Foley and Booker T. Uh, and Miz ended up attacking, and we actually got to see that Kofi live. Kofi is the one who actually yeah. Kofi attacked uh, right. Miz. And they were they had to be pulled apart by Booker T and McFoley, which is really cool to see, um, especially since it was like to our left. You know, right. It was like, oh, it's right there. You're like he, you know, you're kind of looking around, seeing, you know, who who might I know that's around here, and uh, all of a sudden you hear the crowd going, oh, and you turn over and people are just brawling. So right. it was really cool to see that. Um, and then it was funny because. Because Tyler had his Tyler was uh, like pointing it out, and it was like we we're like, oh wait, what's going on? Yeah, and uh, but Tyler pulled up his phone and pulled up YouTube and was watching the uh, the pre-show while it was happening. So that was pretty on cool. Delay. Yeah, like a he was 30... like he he kept being like this. That's not what's happening right yeah. now. We can see them. It was like a thirty-second delay. So um, but it was really cool. Um, but it set up a match between Kofi and the, and the Miz. Um, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you can't just say no, that. No, I'm serious. It no, was, I'm serious. It was, what was great. The thing, what was the thing before, like, we talked about before we got there, we made some jokes about, like, oh, about Kofi and Miz, and I don't know what you said. You said you didn't want to see or something like that. I don't know if you said something like that. No, he but. was, like, he was saying, I don't know what he's saying. Uh, something about me watching, like, a best of either one. I was like, well, I'll watch either a best of either one. I don't <laughs> Like I said before, I'm an easy audience. I'll watch. Yeah. I'll watch whatever. Yeah. But as far as the matchup, I felt like this was a, you know, a pretty solid match. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> How about you, Tyler? Uh, Kofi and Miz? I mean, it was, it was all right. I yeah? Mean, okay. I mean, it was fun being there. Yeah. So that takes us into the next matchup, another three-on-one handicap match. The Wyatt family got a pretty good pop. I'm glad that we did the snaps and claps yeah. along with I was it. Just, I was just, I expected something just a little different. This is me nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Because where we were sitting, the light was still on. I was like, those are going to be completely dark. I was like, yeah. Oh, I was you like, know, you uh, can't trust those assholes to like, turn the light. Oh, no. I fell. My arm. Oh. I was so. like, oh, dude, it's going to be so cool. I was actually pumped for it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They turn all the lights out in the arena like people are stealing people's wallets. <laughs> yeah. Girls' butts are getting touched inappropriately. <laughs> yeah. So you don't uh, know squeeze what the shit out of that but ass. But it, it was still really cool to see. <laughs> Uh, you know, Daniel's ass. I'm punching yeah. Tyler Ooh. in the face. So, uh, <laughs> Blaming it on Daniel. My bad, Tyler. Um, Damn it. I took the kid's PSV. But though. it was really cool getting to see the Wyatt family make yeah. their entrance, you know, and setting it all up and, and how it looks. You know, on TV, it looks completely dark. Like, everything is dark except for the lantern. Uh, but, you know, you could see them That was like bit. runner lights on, whatever you call them. Yeah, I know yeah. you're pumped. You're like, you're ready to hear that baseline to that. Were you pumped for it? Wasn't it? Coach? I was hoping it would have been louder, just a little boom. more powerful, but none of the theme yeah. songs were loud enough. Our truth, I think, was good with that with that bass and the. See, I wanted the, I wanted everything to be a little bit louder. Even Big E's, I was like, yeah, that feels like it pops whenever it comes out, but yeah, it wasn't like that. So. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta like knock us on our ass because like whenever that pyro goes off. Damn. Yeah. Uh, just huge. But uh, hurts my fucking eyes. From way back there, I was like, 
<laughs> so uh, I think the, I have sensitive eyes. So the Wyatt family going up against the yes man himself, Daniel Bryan. Crowd on their feet. Yes. Chanting yes. I did too. I had the beard on. And it, Great. No, well, I had the beard off. And I better put that beard on for that match. I was <laughs> like, okay. It was starting to hurt my face. But let me do it. <laughs> really good stuff. And I drank a soda um, with that thing on. Daniel Bryan in this matchup, you know. We've said it before. We will say it again. Great at the big man, little man matchup, and this exactly, this is exactly what that was. Um, I'm glad that that uh, Bray Wyatt did the upside down crab walk or whatever that he did, and the fans even chanted, "This was that was creepy." I thought um, it was freaky. Was it creepy? Or that freaky? was freaky. It might have been both. I don't know. It was hard to. It, it was that was that was creepy. Yeah, creepy. So uh, creepy. Creepy. That, 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 that sounds yeah. That, that sounds, sounds a little bit that better. That sounds dirty. Creepy. 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 So, anyways, the uh, Wyatt family ends up defeating Daniel Bryan. Um, just really good stuff from uh, from both people or both groups of whatever. All four competitors. Uh, that takes us into the uh, the main event matchup: TLC R- Randy Orton versus John Cena. You know what I noticed with when they came out, they did the entrance. Everyone booed Randy Orton. John Cena came out. There was a mix of booze and cheers. Uh, I thought he was like wave. I thought it was almost. I mean, it wasn't like magnanimous, but it was like I thought it was way more cheers than booze. Cena got the loudest pop of the night, followed very closely by Daniel Bryan, followed very closely by CM Punk. Um, So, I think I think the crowd was really good. Listen, I love Daniel Bryan. I like CM Punk a lot, too. I liked a lot of people on the show, and I had a hell of a lot of fun. And I know a lot of people don't like Cena for some valid reasons, for some not-so-valid reasons. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this, and you believe it. And if you don't believe it, you go to a show and you experience it for yourself. When Cena comes out into the arena, it does not feel the same as anybody else being out there. There, you you, you sit there and just go wow. You yes. understand you understand why the show for so long has been all about that one guy because when he's out, it doesn't feel sound nothing like it does for any of the other matches. It, like the it is it's very surreal. Like it's it's very clear why it's all about him. It's like damn. Yeah, he gets a reaction, yeah. and that's that's why they keep him that top guy. But Randy Orton versus John Cena TLC match. Um, you know. For for the hype that built up towards it, I'm glad that we had a clean finish. I'm glad that all the matches in this pay-per-view had a clean finish. Um, but I felt like this one was a little slow-paced, but I wasn't like, oh, this is awful. I was. It was still an enjoyable matchup. I see. I still really like that, and I know that's the theme of like, like I'm parroting myself all fucking night so far, but like I, I'm being sincere, guys. I really did have a spectacular time, and I really did enjoy every fucking match of the card, and uh, and that's truly because I love like live shows, and it was awesome. But like I like this match a lot, and uh, I don't know that it I, would necessarily come to me the same way if I watched it back, but uh, just being there, I liked it a lot. I remember saying this on the way back, but like I, uh, I, I got worried. Just a little, one part I said this to y'all, but I was like that that part where he unscrewed the turnbuckle and he yeah. was still connected. He was going up. Uh, John Cena was going up the ladder, and uh, Randy Orton got him and pulled him. Well, he was still what he was holding on to the the belts. I know it was the he ladder. He was on the yeah. He was the holding on the top of the ladder. And he was still kind of pulling. You know, he was pulling that, and the uh, the handcuffs was on his wrist. I thought that you know. 
Because he was real. You could see him tensing mm-hmm. up and all that stuff. I was like, damn, that has to hurt his wrist. Yeah. What I thought he was going to do is, you know that spot? I don't remember which Money in the Bank it was, but you guys, or which, I, I think it was the Money in the Bank. I think it was his past Money in the when Bank. But, big Show with it? Uh, well, no. You know that spot he did where I don't know who was on the ladder, but he swung their legs out and then he caught them with an RKO as they were falling? Huh. I thought that's what I thought that's the spot they were gonna do, but but with that the the um, bottom rope still attached to his dress, I was like, that looks fucking dangerous. I don't know if I would try that. Right. But they didn't. He just did the pull him down into the, the table, but yeah, was, almost missed that table completely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh. we were all shocked for sure, but uh, it makes a lot of sense. I think, especially if you if you if you consider like the whole Brian storyline going here, he's obviously yeah. like the next guy and it makes a lot more sense for him to get his revenge on Orton. Uh, if that's what's going to happen, it feels like that's what should yeah. happen. And it feels like that's what might happen. Here. Also, a note that uh, Randy Orton got the win clean. Yes. And all that stuff. Cause there was times where it felt like Cena was going up there and, Oh yeah. Orton just got put through a table. Freaking shenanigans. Someone's going to come out. That's what it felt like to me. But yeah, Randy Orton got up quicker than I thought and got mm-hmm. up there and, you know. Well, he had to, like, Cena climb. You got you to get up as, like, fast as they climb. So. Yeah. And that's but, the tough thing about two people doing a TLC match as opposed to, like, a tag team or right. something like that. Someone can be, like, laying in wait. Yeah. It's like you can alternate, you know, who's who's going. But, uh, you know, no, no big complaints about this. It I was certainly it was... weird that they brought Vince out. And, like, you said they went to black before I Vince I thought came. that they had because I saw the logo. But then, you know, was I found he? out okay. that, that it, they, they continued that going out. So, um, but, yeah, it, it was kind of weird seeing McMahon there. It was like, what was the purpose? We didn't see him on Raw the next night. Well, it's no. kind of like the the whole like you introduce. He's, I guess he's there to make sure it's that the everything big thing. Happens. Oh yeah, you can find the title. So, I, well, um, like we thought for sure they were gonna do a fuck finish somehow because it's like McMahon being there like with his like recent tension with Triple H. It's like the the gun thing. Like you introduce a gun in the first act, it has to go off by the third act. So it's like you bring McMahon out at the top of the show. It's like he has to be involved in the finish somehow. It feels like that's what they were going with. Right, yeah. but no. Anyway, uh, a little few notes that we found out some stuff after we <laughs> left. Uh, we know uh, we know a person that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, we posted, or uh, you posted, Daniel posted something about um, how y'all enjoyed the pay per view. Uh, the guy that we know uh, said that um, member of Doomsday. Doomsday, yes, he said he didn't enjoy it because they, they took his signs. He was bummed about that. And we found out Vict- Victor said he saw on there it says uh, text loan or uh, Vince, Vince fears text Lone Star, in which. <laughs> that was one of the signs that was taken away and ripped off. Uh, Does anybody can get a screen cap of that? We would be like very grateful. For yeah, that. yeah, that would be awesome. So that, that was neat. So very good stuff. Um, yeah, all in all, great experience at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to go. Um, just, I had a hell of a time. Thanks for uh, yeah, dude. For that was awesome. Yeah, thanks for America. Christmas. America. So uh, majestic. What? Yes, majestic. It was a majestic night. So. Uh, <laughs> Not the Majestic, but Not the just majestic. majestic. It's Majestic. So, uh, very good stuff. But diving on into what happened to Raw, I'm just going to go ahead and say this now. This was probably one of the best Raws we've seen in quite a while. Um, you know, all I felt like all of the matches were, you know, story-driven. It wasn't just, oh, let's just throw these two together and see what happens. Um, you know, everything, just about everything had a purpose um, on, on Raw. But... Uh, we kick things off with Orton coming out, you know, cutting a traditional promo. Cena interrupts him and says, well, hey, you know, I promised Brian that he'd get a, a shot at the, the champion 
you know, if I'd won, and I think it's only fair for you to do that. Uh, so what do you say? Triple H agreed, and that, there we have our uh, our main event. So um, we go into the uh, the first matchup. We got this... or- do you guys feel like Orton suddenly got motivated out of nowhere? Like he's yeah. like he's like delivering the a little tables more have turned against me. Y'all don't believe in me. Well, no, I don't mean from a storyline perspective. I mean like from a a personal performance perspective. You feel like someone he like suddenly found some motivation to like I don't know. I think so. It feels like it, right? Yeah, you've you've seen an uh, a, a change in his attitude here lately. Right. You are you the know. top top guy because you have both belts. Yeah, like you were supposed to be the guy. So up what your, is it? You got to up your game. WWE. Heavyweight, World WWE Heavy- World Heavyweight World, Champion, yeah. WWE WHC. Yeah. So, uh, which that's too long of a name. Plus, I think it looked cooler with having the two belts. Yeah, just having two belts. I don't know. I could probably see him just saying, you know, it's time for me to carry my belt, and it just be the WWE Championship, and that just be it. Um, but I know they still want to try and continue the legacy of the World Heavyweight Championship. But uh, we'll have to see where they go with that. But the uh, first matchup we got to see, Big Show and Rey Mysterio going up against Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Um, Goldust. Got to see, you know, sort of a more aggressive side from Big Show in this matchup than during the pay-per-view. Um, you know, he was... I felt like there was, like, a, a little bit during the... Once it got down to them two as the final two teams in mm-hmm. the elimination match, I felt like they, they, they worked a little... A little heel. Not, not, not so, like, flagrant. Not like, hey, yeah. we're also... But, like... You know, like when you do a face versus face match, like one becomes healed by default. Like yeah. one has to work I a little to like that. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, it, it happens that. no matter what. If you go face face, like someone by default has to work a little more heel than the rest. It's just right. how it works. Yeah, and I feel like that's what they were doing. They're not like, hey, we're asking. I'll help you up. Now it's just, just like let's... we're just going to be a little more aggressive right. on this one. We want to win more. Right. Uh, Fuck and they. You. Well, not to that degree, <laughs> okay. damn. But, uh, but yeah, big show. I like how, like, uh, we were. Ta- I mean, we already talked about the pay per view, but I liked how, like, when they kept one more time in him, he gave him the fucking. Oh my god, chop, dude! Like, yeah. Five times. Or those five. shots were sick. Um, never want to take one of those. But um, big show and Mysterio do end up getting the victory over Cody Rhodes and Goldust. So you might have to see them. Uh, being number one contenders for the tag team championships. You don't want to ride back soul to verse them? No. Uh, so you next up. get up, take ride back soul. No. So uh, next up. I mean, so see... that's a good spot for both those guys. I mean, they don't have yeah, anything no, else. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with them being tag team. I'm just so. making fun of the name. Yeah. So next up, we got to see Bad News Barrett. This was probably the, the only thing that I felt didn't serve a purpose on Raw. They're just trying to get this silly little gimmick over, which was just awful. Um. I chuckled a bit at the gavel. Bad news. But other than that, this was just pointless. Bad news Barrett saying, you're not going to win the lotto. Just terrible. And it was like 505 million or something. 525. 636 million now, son. (laughs) We need some fucking. uh, In my pocket. Yeah. We need to get some tickets. Our our office bought 80 tickets earlier today. (laughs) Damn. That's awesome. Five bucks. Hey, bud. Yeah, it was just five five dollars from everybody that yeah, wanted to participate. It. Yeah, if I think it was like, if we took the cash option, it'd be like forty million dollars for person. That's good enough for me. I know. I was like, oh come on, that's chunk that's change. Life changed. It's money. like twenty more times <laughs> the money that I'm going to make in my entire life. <laughs> that would just be that'd be nice to have. So, uh, and then I bought some tickets on the side just for me, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. When do they draw Wednesday? Tomorrow? Tonight. Tonight. Oh, fuck. Ten Dang. something. But yeah, my dad got like uh, he bought seven. That's how many I got. So nice. 
All right. He so, goes, I'll um, give you one. Which one you want? I was like, I'll pick H. Yeah. I don't care if uh, if I don't win the lotto, but it would be nice if I did. Um, Tyler's never going to win because he never plays. So Maybe this one time because my dad gave me one. <laughs> I went through this fucking like streak of like six months where I was playing every drawing, but I was paying like 20 bucks every drawing. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So, I was like, man, you know how much money I'm fucking throwing away on this shit? I never right. won anything. And they still haven't fixed our streets with all this money that we're throwing out. <laughs> God, come on. So, uh, <laughs> well, you're not gonna donate if you win. Donate some money to Beaumont. No, no, I'm out of here. No, nope, not at all. So next up, we got to see oh, Dolph Ziggler versus Fandango in a rematch from the uh, from the kickoff show. This time, Ziggler gets the win, saying, you know, and they were talking about on the commentary that they want or Ziggler wants to have a better year this for 2014. That's so, good. So maybe he's out of the quote Slump. unquote doghouse from a. Uh, from earlier, so uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, the Dallas crowd was great; um, <laughs> they were just as exciting as in Houston. They, you know, one thing that I liked, you know, like on like during the pay per view, the Houston crowd, you know, they tried to get some stupid chants going, but it fizzled out really quickly. Yeah, same yeah, yeah. same with no. Dallas here. Like they chanted when they needed to, they clapped when they needed to, they cheered, they booed when they needed to. Really good stuff. Yeah, big ups to Houston because yeah. last time y'all fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. y'all were great. Or at least the four assholes standing next to the us. The whole crowd did kind of suck last time. It was yeah. just amplified by the well, people. it was a crappy was... show, too. Yeah. It wasn't the best. But, like, uh, what kind of 20th anniversary is that? So. Fucking I thought it was fine. It's, didn't get... it's just not what the people expect. And that's yeah. why they kind of... But this but, yeah. one, this this show was great. Yeah, big ups to the Houston crowd. Yeah, as well as, uh, as, well as Dallas for Raw. So uh, next up, we got to see Big E Langston teaming up with Mark Henry going up against the Real Americans. Um, you know, I thought these these four guys did a really good job. Big E and Mark Henry ended up getting the victory. What's that Look, about? I'm never going to speak ill of Mark Henry. <laughs> you can just fucking forget about that. What's the meme? That's uh... Carlton and uh, Uncle Phil. Yeah. From uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. Big E and Mark Henry. Good stuff. So next up, we got to see Rye Baxel, because I know Tyler loves the name, uh, going up against up. tons of funk. Uh, this was another short matchup just to tell the story for, uh, or was it? Yeah, this was it. Uh, yeah, tons of funk. Uh, it was another short matchup. Tensai, on commentary, I think. Yeah, R-Truth and Xavier Woods on commentary. Uh, the only complaint that I had about this Raw was the commentary. Like, you know, taking the selfies and just being, selfies. being a dis- they were being a distraction. First of all, is that even, if you're not taking a picture of just yourself, does that even qualify as a selfie? I thought it's a selfie is. Yeah, I think. Selfie is, you get. Uh, you take it yourself yeah, of but yourself. It's just, pretty much, it's just pretty much your head and your shoulders, I think. I think it's just a picture of you that you took yourself. Yeah. So it's not really a selfie if it's like. Group photo. Right. You just are the guy who held the camera. Yeah. So it's, it's, like, really annoying when, like, they don't even get, like, the vernacular, right? I don't They're know. trying to be hip. They're trying to be hip and cool. Yeah, whatever. Oh, dude, What's fucking JB, JBL is the worst at being cool. <laughs> JBL is almost as bad as, as What's up? At, like, the trying to be cool shit. Come on, Michael. When I say ooze, you say. Oh. Oh. No, but JBL talking about Rick Ross. Like, let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't believe for a motherfucking second that JBL knows a goddamn thing about Rick Ross. Somebody said, somebody fed him in his fucking earpiece. Hey, say Mark Mark Henry looks like Rick Ross. I don't fucking believe. I'll bet all my money he doesn't know who the fuck Rick Ross is. Oh, JBL, do do you know what? Yeah, I got one of his albums in my car. looks like Mark Henry. What do you want me to say? I'm down with Rick Ross. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anywho, Ryback's will end up defeating tons of funk after Tensite was trying to uh, get a tag for Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay turns around and is like, I'm out. Later. Main event player. And um, main event play up. Look, it is a crime that Mar that Brodus Clay has introduced those the gear with the spikes on it, and he hasn't worn them in, like, weeks. That is a fucking <laughs> crime. Make Mark Henry put the dinosaur spikes. I mean, I'm Brodus sorry. Clay? Brodus Clay. Make him put the gear with the spikes back on. Okay. You just crime. be an angry dinosaur. <laughs> angry Funkasaurus. But uh, after the matchup, instead of, uh, you know, helping Tensai, Brodus Clay decides to attack Tensai. Uh, and then he walks out. And then Xavier Woods and R-Truth come to the aid, sort of, of Tensai. Long enough for him to roll out of the ring and said, Hey, Funkadactyls, y'all haven't had much chance to dance lately. How about you dance with us? Forget about Tensai laying on the ground in pain. Come dance with us. Wow. See, I thought that was a skeezy move on that part. <laughs> I was like, it didn't feel like the right thing to do, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, look, I know your boy just got beat up and everything, but hey, you know, I'm He's looking to dance. You're looking to dance. It's, it's, That's what you do, right? It's basically like, I know you just broke up with your boyfriend, but do you want to fuck? Or that was kind of like <laughs> what it was, right? Are you getting on this or what? <laughs> DTF. So, it's just, uh, they're, yeah. They're DTF? Sure. Uh, <laughs> it just felt wrong. Like they had like the moral high ground this whole feud so far. They were mm -hmm. right, but they like crossed the line right there. And I was like, I can't support you guys. I haven't had much to dance about, Dude. but we're looking to dance. Dude, <laughs> just get your mind out of the gutter. It's down to funk. Yes, that's exactly what. It, thank you for clarifying yeah. that. Yes. Down to down to, down to funk. <laughs> that was clever, Avery. I'm gonna give you props on that. The one. Um, that's your one joke him. for the for the month. So, uh, so yeah, so next up we got to see CM Punk come out, uh, take a shot sort of at Triple H, asking him to come out. Instead, he gets HBK, unscheduled. HB Shizzle. HB Shizzle, the 48-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> the man-child. Man uh, yeah. So Another thing I'm going to say about JBL, and it only reminded me because of the HB Shizzle thing, is like, <laughs> like JBL, telling any, Shizzle. JBL telling anybody else that they're the whitest white dude ever, Come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. JBL doesn't get to tell anybody they're the whitest white dude ever. What's up? What's up? Oh. What's up? I Fear the bull. He looks like Rick Ross. So, anyway, CM Punk saying, you know, the the inner child in me, the 15-year-old fan is still, like, geeking out that, I, that you gave me a super kick. I'm going to let it slide this time. Do it again. That's your ass. Um... And then, you know, they sort of hinted, I don't know, the fans were chanting one more match. CM Punk played it off. I said, don't worry, I, I still have plenty of matches left to have. I um, thought he was clever there. Yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a nice little, you know, wink to the, to the fans. Like, oh, you know. One more I'm, match, come on, guys. Uh, come on, I'm, I'm here for another year or so. But um, it was just really, you know, funny to see that. But HBK decided to introduce his opponent, which was the Shield, and... As they were coming down, you see CM Punk kind of mouthing word, like you know, the the mic doesn't really pick up on it, but you can um, you can hear or see CM Punk saying one more match. Think about it, one more match to to HBK. So the question is, was Punk asking for one more match? And if yes, would you guys like to see that happen? Should it happen? Something along that line. I'd like to see the match, but there there's a larger part of me that wants like one guy to fucking walk away when it's time to walk away. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, Edge did it, but like 
it was kind of like Edge was like Had to. it was like a medical retirement yeah. almost, you know. But like HBK went out on his fucking terms. He said he wasn't going to get back in the ring anymore. Like I want one fucking guy to be like, no, when it's time to hang it up. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of he's been that. He, he has been, you know, he's been true to his word so far. But yeah. it only takes once to not be true to your word anymore. And they always say never say never. They, never, so. they always say never say never. Look, I mean, because like I love Ric Flair and I love Hulk Hogan. I love them both. I know I know it's like really cool to shit on Hulk Hogan these days, but I love Hulk Hogan. I grew up a mm-hmm. Hulkamaniac. I love Ric Flair. Brother. But it's fucking painful to see these guys yeah. these days, you know? Yeah. Like, Sean could be the guy who breaks that fucking mold, you know? It's like, oh, get I'm out when it's time. done this yeah, time. It's, yeah. Or Edge. Edge is definitely going to be one of those. Yeah, guys. but he was well, his hand was forced. It was like a medical retirement, basically. Yeah. HBK hasn't wrestled. Like, he did those, like, moves, whatever, but, like, he'll that's do what I'm saying. Yeah. It's fine. What he's done so far is fine. Like, you can stay around. Same with Stone like, Cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. it's fine, but, like, well, Stone Cold feels like it was medical, too, almost, you know? Mm-hmm. But I now mean, that he's had what he needed to have and him saying, oh, I'm feeling better than I ever have, and, you know, people were like, oh, come on, you know, there's one more match, just do it. We want that one last, you know, farewell. Um, Would I like to see it? Sure. Do I think he could pull it off? Yeah, fuck, sure he could. Absolutely. He's the yeah. showstopper. Right, but, like, a larger part of me wants, like, a guy to go out on his terms mm-hmm. and not be, like, a 70-year-old man in my fucking ring, like, you know, <laughs> looking like shit. What's so funny there, Tyler? You all right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, my guest is making this laugh. But well, uh, already, That guest is next week, asshole. <laughs> Kayfabe, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so next up we got to see the shield going up against cm punk and the usos by, voted by the fans uh you know another excellent matchup by the shield and you know cm punk and usos put on a great performance as well uh but shield ended up getting the victory on this one and i like the fact that the shield is getting the slow disintegration yeah. you know it's like you don't see that up that yeah. often you know, everyone wants it now, 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 now. Let's do it now. Get right. over with. You know, oh, I'm I'm tired of this. Blah, I, blah, blah. I think they've done a lot of stuff right when it comes to the shield. Yes. And uh they've done almost everything right with the shield. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they're doing, you know, one week there's a little slip of tension, then the next week they're like, All right, we talked everything out, we're back to normal. You know, let's go back to kicking ass. And then the next week they'll be like, Oh, dude, we slipped up again. What's going on? you know. So um I'm liking it. I hope it continues. Maybe, I don't know, but come Royal, uh, Royal Rumble, which is seven weeks away, by the way. So, got plenty of time to build for that. So, but the Shield do end up getting the victory. And we did get a... Uh, a they need that break, though, between <clears throat> pay-per-views. I'm glad that we've got a yes. break. Yeah. As fun as TLC was, and I was so fucking happy to be there. Don't get me wrong, but yep. it's like, it's good that they have, like, some space. Mm-hmm. So, next up, we got to see... The uh the Wyatt family delivering a promo. Bray Wyatt's you know talking about how Dan, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan rejected his offer to join them, uh, and that he now knows what he has to do, and that he he is sorry that he questioned Sister Abigail. So uh you know creepy stuff, but good. Uh, next up we got to see AJ Lee, Tamina, and Alicia Fox going up against the Bellas and Natalia. Um, short short matchup. But an insane super kick um, from Tamina to Bree made it only made me I'm think. Pretty sure it was Nikki. Oh, was it? Pretty sure it was Nikki. Oh, I thought it was Bree, but uh, who knows? Um, well, if you watched Total Divas more, it would be more. Yeah, you would know. You would know. Did she have 
larger assets or smaller? Okay. Well, then it was Nikki. Uh, anywho. I'm pretty, I may be wrong, but I want to say it was Nikki. But, like, <laughs> she got kicked in the face. She bumped and she got pinned and everything, but she didn't yeah, take her Nikki fucking hand off tits. her face. The whole yeah, time. I was thinking that could have been, like, a broken like, nose or not, something. Even when they were, like, filming them, they were, like, doing the spot where they're, like, looking up the ramp to be, like. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Side. We'll right. get them next time. Right. She's, like, we've got a problem here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but AJ Lee, Tamina, and Alicia Fox, who was once face, now heel again, then face and heel. Uh, they end up getting yeah, the whatever they need. Whatever It is. It's whatever they need her to be. She's going to go out there and do it. And that takes us into the main event of the evening. Excellent matchup. Should be a contender for match of the year. Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton. Amazing matchup. They, got, they went, I believe, 33, 35 minutes, something like that. Just really good stuff from these two. We saw... A lot of, you know, normally we see like the cookie cutter matchups where they do their, you know, they all do their regular spots and then they go home and, you know, sends everyone home happy. We got that plus a lot of other stuff. We got to see uh, submission attempts by Daniel Bryan, multiple submission attempts, a lot of counters. We saw Randy Orton bite Daniel Bryan. We saw Daniel Bryan bite Randy Orton. Just a really good match. They told a really good story with the, with, you know, uh, Orton hurting Brian's uh, elbow. Just really good stuff. What about you guys? So fucking good. So <laughs> fucking good. Like, I mean, like, legitimately good. Not like it was a good TV match. Or was it? No, it was just legitimately. I wish like, I would have seen great. it. I wish I could have seen it. It was awesome. Like, they did so many little things. Like, Brian selling was great. Orton with a lot. Orton doing a lot of little stuff that added, like, Daniel mentions the bite and then the. They call back to the bite later in the match with Brian biting him back in the face. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking good. Like, legitimately and even, good. And even uh, Orton's ring work with the referee. Like, whenever he had Brian up on the on the apron and the ref's like, come on, Orton, get him in. And he's like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll get him in. You, and, you know, he, he goes for the, uh, the DDT off the second rope like he normally does. And then he looks at the referee and he goes, you said get him in, and then does the DDT. So it was just, just the little things that they added to it. It was just... Oh, so good. So enjoyable. If you missed it, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just uh, just can't say enough good things about this matchup. Uh, the match ended with uh, Randy Orton delivering a low, bro- uh, low blow to Daniel Bryan. It's, it's understandable. It makes sense. You don't want both people to lose, you know, or lose any steam. Uh, and it shows... You know, it furthers the storyline that they added earlier in the night that Orton can't, cannot uh, beat Daniel Bryan clean. So it's going to... Like, for people that have been so upset with Bryan, like, being out of the main event, they firmly established, in canon, in Mm storyline, they've firmly established that not only can Orton not beat beat Bryan, but Cena can't beat him either. He's beat both of them legitimately. Yes. So they... they, Even though he's not in that, that spot right now, they've established... In canon, like it's understood that neither of those guys can beat Brian. Mm-hmm. And which they're gonna not go, that they uh, can, but no, yeah. neither of them have. Right. They're gonna get visit that down the road. Like they're gonna have John Cena and Daniel Bryan down the road. I assume. To, to me, that uh, when they when they started Raw and Orton came out and he was standing in between Cena and Brian, I was thinking, oh, that could po- that could be potential for a Royal Rumble main event. Like they might see them going triple threat. Yeah, so that way you know. 
Brian gets the championship rematch that you know he deserves, or championship match he deserves, and Cena gets to get his rematch. Or you could do Cena versus Orton for the title, since Cena wants to cash in his you know rematch clause, and Daniel Bryan possibly wins the Royal Rumble. I mean, it's clearly the story. Like either the story. I mean, Brian has to triumph over Orton. That's just like finishing the story you already started. Has right? to happen. Has to happen. It's like not a question of if it's win, right? Because mm-hmm. that's yeah. the story you've already started, so you have to pay that off. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't know. It's unclear to me at this time if they want to go. He's going to beat him now, and then they're going to revisit the Cena Brian stuff that it looked like they wanted to do before Cena was hurt and they had to yank it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, or if the, it's a longer, even longer payoff with them uh, actually, like, Brian triumphing at, like, Mania or something. I don't know. I can't tell, but either yeah. way, I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay. But the uh, the match does end in disqualification uh, after the low blow by Orton. Uh, John Cena comes out to, to Daniel Bryan's aid, attacks Randy Orton, fends him off, and is like, you know, hey, get a doctor in here. we got to check on this guy. Uh, and then gets laid out by uh, by Randy Orton, where he holds it's both late. titles over the ring, uh, over both both men in late. the ring. Uh, so all in all, very strong uh, Raw, great enjoyable pay per view. It was a good day. Yeah. Sunday and Monday, good times. So very nice. Very nice. High five. So good stuff. And speaking of good stuff, I'll let you guys take it away. And now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug. No wonder people call you fat on Twitter. Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown-ass woman. Hey, to tell you guys, I didn't catch it this week. <gasps> well, here's the fuck. Th- well, listen, listen. We were driving. It's aired on Sunday. We didn't get back till midnight on Sunday. I don't own a DV- DVR or any of that shit. Like, and they haven't replayed it since, so I haven't got a chance. I was just driving back from mm-hmm. the pay-per-view. It's not like I just decided to... Not watch it for the week, you know. But was it? Did it end up being the... Uh, yes, it was. So it's not coming back mm-hmm. till March. Um, Yeah. So tell us what There's the fuck happened, Abrams. Okay. It's all you. Oh, Mostly Tyler. Mostly Tyler. Oh, hang on, hang on. First time I've done by myself. And now, Total Divas with Tyler and some Doug. Mostly Tyler. Mostly Tyler. I'll try to do it justice by myself, but okay. There you go. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what happens because I haven't read the report or anything, so enlighten me. So okay, Natalia, Natty. Let me guess. Up. Let me get. Let me guess. You say somebody. I'm gonna try and guess what happens, and then you tell us anyway. Okay. Okay. Natalia whines about some shit and made her look like like the worst person ever. Like she was totally <laughs> whiny about something that is like not even like something to be so fucking whiny about. Now go ahead, tell me I'm right. So okay, yeah, you're pretty much right. Uh, so she wakes up. Uh, they're in the hotel room. Her and, and TJ and. I don't know if it's Bree or someone. I don't know. Yeah, Stephanie McMahon calls her. I'm like, hey, I got your messages. Yeah, we need to talk. She don't remember. She drunk. She drunk. Drunk, drunk. <laughs> I can't talk. She drunk called her. Drunk. I can't talk. I'm drunk. What are you talking about? Uh, so she'll know what she said. She drunk. Awesome. She drunk. She drunk. That's our new I'm drunk. Uh, so, yeah, so throughout the whole episode, she was talking to people. Like, they're like, uh. I don't know if it's Brie. Trying to like figure out what she said. Yeah, Brie. I think Brie was like, "Oh, you did Brie mode last night," and I was like, "I don't remember all this stuff." <laughs> and then can we re- can we can we do a callback that Brie never goes into Brie mode? It's always Nikki that goes into Brie mode. <laughs> like Brie mode happened once. I think it was Nikki. Nikki that goes into Brie mode. Uh 
I think, Who was I, the one that fell down? It was Nikki. <laughs> I think TJ was like, just send her some flowers and some cards and just apologize. <laughs> so she was freaking out the whole time. She's like, a future is in, in jeopardy and all that stuff. And then it, it just lead up like to like her just go like worried the whole time. And she finally talks to Stephanie McMahon and she played the messages back and she played each of the messages, like six or seven. And each time the me- she replayed each message, like in order, it sounded like she got like more drunk, like each time, like, cause <laughs> she's like, she complained about, she wants a, a run with the, uh, the divas title and all that stuff. And it finally got to her saying, I'm in my panties. So, so, <laughs> so uh, and drunk? she, <laughs> she drunk. Uh, so she put her head down and it was so funny. Cause Stephanie was laughing at her and, uh, and, and and Natalia was just embarrassed and all that stuff. And it's like, if you have a problem, just tell me. And then she explained, you know, that she wants to be Divas champion, you know. And, and she goes, uh, Stephanie was like, you know, you are going to be Divas champion one of these times. What? Does me explain all <laughs> stuff? keep hearing the, Drunk. I'm in my panties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my panties. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, yeah, you know, it's like, Natty, you can call. Oh, he, he lost it. <laughs> I'm in my pants. Losing Doug. <laughs> but, uh, because this happened in New Orleans, uh, first, uh, before a Raw event or whatever. Just imagine getting a call from one of your friends being like, hey, man, I'm in my panties right now. <laughs> I'm going to start leaving messages on, your, <laughs> on both of y'all's phones like that. Hey, I'm in my panties. <laughs> but, uh, Stephanie's like, you know, you can call and talk what to me anytime. Are you playing Angry Birds right now? What? Yeah, he's playing it. it. Better be Star Wars Angry Birds at least. I do have Star Wars Angry Birds actually. Do this one's seasons. But uh, that was pretty much it. And are you, mysterious guest, what are you playing? What are we playing? But uh, that was it for that one. And um, he wants to know how to win Kings of Leon tickets. Someone's <laughs> <laughs> texting you. Yeah. Yeah. texting. Oh, uh, good to know it's something important. <laughs> so there's two. Whispering in series, right? Fucking kind there. of uh, same uh, themed or two storylines were kind of like the same. One of them was Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie. No, there's three actually, three storylines that were kind of same, but uh, it pretty much uh, Daniel Bryan surprised her and proposed to her. But they had this uh, that's right, that was was it super sweet or was yeah, it was. I don't know ripped. where they were, but like that is big mountain like this hill with like, well, I heard like trees he, and everything he told the story on stone cold i was listening to some of that it was like california yeah it was like a hiking trail or something. Yeah. yeah but it was it was it was romantic and like awesome because they walked after that happened he gave a speech like um said her name and you know it was just it was awesome and um so they walked a little further and in the middle of the woods they had lights strung up in the woods and they had tables and stuff it was it was it was cool and both the families were there. That's the first time they met each other. And, um, yeah, that's about it on that one. That kind of, like, plays into a little bit of the uh, Nikki storyline, which was John Cena and Nikki. And Nikki kind of put off that, you know, she don't want kids because John Cena doesn't want kids at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Not even Period. in the future. Not even in the future. He right. doesn't, like, he says he lives a selfish lifestyle. Because... Her friends, he he paid for all her friends to fly in and all that stuff. And, like, she was so excited doing all this stuff. And they talked to her and, like, oh, he doesn't want to do this. And all. So they finally sat down for dinner. And they talked to him. They kind of, like, grilled him. Like, you know. Her friends? Yeah. Were they just, like, her hometown friends or something? Uh, College friends and stuff okay. like that. And they all worked at Hooters together. And- <laughs> in their panties. In their panties. 
<laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Johnson explained to him why he doesn't want kids. It's like you know he's seen you know by the time if he has kids now he won't probably like be around him that much until like he's ten and all that stuff because his schedule. And he says he's met uh, the kids of like you know wrestlers and stuff and how they are. He just he says he he lives a selfish lifestyle and he doesn't he doesn't want kids. Right. And, you know, with all the stuff going on with uh, Brie, you know, that's got Nikki thinking all that stuff. And, you know, she finally talks to John. And he goes, we're going to have this conversation. And he goes, I'm going to choose my words carefully. He's like, I can't give you that. And they were talking about the stuff. And then, boom, then it's like kind of like a to be continued. You'll find out what happens on the next season. Of, um, so we have to wait till March? No! <laughs> and now this one. I have a little more to say about this well, one. Why didn't you leave the cliffhanger for the last one to say? I know I should have said that. Sorry. <laughs> whatever. I wasn't thinking. I just had to say it. Sorry. Whatever. I'm not. Uh, another storyline with marriage and all that stuff was Ava Marie. Eva Marie. Oh, uh, she took that dude, the donuts yeah. guy home, right? Well, okay. We don't know donuts. too much about this guy. He brought guy. her donuts home. Uh, yeah. We don't know too much about him. His family but, doesn't. Uh, her family doesn't apparently either. Yeah. Well, they go over there, and the first night, you know, introduce the guy and all that stuff and they're talking about different things the dad doesn't like his nose ring um the brothers were kind of dicks to, in my opinion was he um, douchey or were they he assholes? wasn't he wasn't douchey i mean they could cut some clips up and some things that we right. didn't see but the dude was really quiet and he's very polite when he's talking to him mm. the brothers kind of grilled him like we have this guy just because he had pants on but he had a jacket on and like i don't think he had a shirt because i could be wrong but it was kind of like the zipper was like in the middle, mm. and you see his chest. The guy was like, "He doesn't have a shirt on." Like out of nowhere, I was like, "You're being a dick." The brother's being a dick. So basically, they are just mostly pissed because he did, he proposed before you like went and got the blessing. Yeah, but they didn't they didn't do that the first night. They come back and then they they sat down and talked and all that stuff because it was awkward the first night because the brothers got up and just walked away because they were being dicks, but they're being overprotective because uh, they didn't like how he was dressed. Yeah, at first, but like what I found out on the second. Not a uh, second day is Ava Marie has been through this before where she like found a guy and then he married brings him. her donuts and all of a sudden they're <laughs> yes. yeah she's in her panties no it was uh, kolaches <laughs> for that day uh, got no. drunk and <laughs> drunk <laughs> <laughs> but uh no like and uh yeah she got married and then had a bad divorce and all that stuff so yeah they I think they mentioned that earlier huh no I don't know nah, but that they mentioned that again but he he asks uh, or for their blessing and all that stuff. And they're like, what? And then they sort of ring. He's like, so so you come over. And they get the bro's like, so you come over to my dad's house and you tell him that you're going to marry his daughter? And they're just all grilling him. Like, the dude was just being polite. He was responding to him. He didn't, like, get mad or anything. He's like, I understand their uh, frustrations. It's because they're trying to protect, you know, Ava. Did they look like little, like, wimpy bitches, though? Because he was a pretty swole dude. It looked like he could take him. Like, yeah. they were getting, like, running off of the mouth, but he probably could have just slapped him if yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, Okay. Like, they're, and the dad was like, no, just, like, he, like, gripes, like, no, just no. And then Ava started to cry. It's like, well, at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want to do. And, like, they walked off, and he goes, oh, just walk off. The brother's like, just walk off. Uh, of course, it's his influence. And they just attacked him out of nowhere. I was like, wow, y'all are being a little I, – I understand that you're trying to protect her, but you're being bitches to that dude. And, like, you don't even know him, and, like, he's being polite. I mean, but that could be, like... What about the mom? The mom didn't really say anything at all. Um, she did say something at the end because 
they got their stuff and they left the house. And the brothers was like, um, well, I don't get my see my sister. You're gonna take my sister away from us. I'm like, and and Ava was like, Well, it's your fault that you don't see me, and then they shut up. But then the mom came running and it's like, I don't want to see you leave and all this stuff. And it's like, I know your brothers are just overly protective, but they they still love you and all that stuff. And also I'm in my panties. <laughs> I'm in my panties. <laughs> so I don't know. Um it ended up they left and they said they were gonna elope. And that didn't happen. Uh she you know, she's like, I love my, you know, my parents. You know, I know my dad wants to walk me down the aisle. So the guy was very she's nice. Not with you, babe. The guy was very nice. He's like, you know, we can get married now. We can go to, uh, what's it called, a court, or I can wait how long you want, and we can get married. It doesn't matter to me. I want so, to bring you donuts every day. Yeah, my life. But like, <laughs> they made, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they made this guy look good though. Like he didn't look like a dick. I mean, of course. People may look like he, he may look like a douche because what he wears, but he was very nice. Actually, the brothers came off looking like douches. So, what, did, was JoJo in this episode at all? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Good thing she's featured on the show. Yeah. She was like, she only had like big parts in like the first few episodes, but. Um. So the things to take from this episode, uh, cliffhanger. Is that all of them? Yeah, drunk. In her panties, Drunked. and the brothers are douches. Drunk in her panties. All right. Brothers are douches. Well, thank you very much for that, Tyler. Certainly do appreciate it. Good, Good job. Best. Sorry for dropping the ball. Full Total Divas will be back in March. Mm-hmm. Back in this full segment swing. will get be back drunk. in March. You'll get to hear the jingle again. So, <laughs> the much requested jingle. So, time to move into some hot topics for you guys. We want to send a special good luck to our buddy Rockstar Robbie from Booker T's Reality of Wrestling. He's actually traveling with the WWE this week. He's going to be in uh, San Antonio and Corpus Christi. Uh, he's done a lot of backstage segments. He's been a security guard and stuff like that. So who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we get to see him on there. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, uh, Tyler mentioned this on uh, on or he put this down on the board, but you know something yeah. about Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo is uh, they're doing something with the WWE. Uh, I guess it's a new new DVD that's coming out soon. They didn't, they didn't give a, a time period, but uh, <clears throat> they showed. Um, uh, Scooby and um, Shaggy, they're wrestling in WWE ring. They're getting ready for WrestleMania. Of course, like some weird uh, monster bear is in there. A bear? And, yeah. And they showed, um, <clears throat> well, they had the video or the trailer, and they announced all the people that are going to be in it, like John Cena, Sin Cara, Brodus Clay, AJ Lee, uh, Santino, and Vince McMahon. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to get it. Well, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Have to be on the lookout for that. That you saw uh, John Cena doing a five knuckle shuffle to the bear. He's like, "You can't see me," and then just oh, hit God. the bear. It's like, yeah, really, so, yeah. <laughs> Last little bit of hot topic news. Really cool stuff. Really exciting. Um, this week we celebrated our third year of uh, of doing this podcast. Really cool stuff. Looking forward to our fourth year. Hopefully, it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Uh, we also surpassed 4,000 likes on Facebook. Nice. So really cool stuff. Thank you, everybody who's ever supported guessed. us from you know the pilot episode all the way up to now. If you've listened to our episodes, you, we certainly do appreciate it. Really cool stuff. So, yeah, so good stuff. So like I said, next week we're going to have a, a nice little Christmas special for you. But it's time to move into the Q&A portion of the show, your questions, our answers. Uh, I felt like we had another question asked, but I couldn't find it. Um, but this question is coming to us from Ben saying, this isn't a wrestling question in any sort of way, but now that the WNS podcast has turned three, 
How has making the podcast affected your lives? We stopped shitting our pants. <laughs> I mean, there's some okay. cool things that have happened. I don't know how like big they affected our lives. We've got some relationships with like the local wrestlers yeah. and like the organizations, and we've um, you know met some cool. Well, we met cool people. We've also uh, talked to people on on the internet, but we're gonna mm-hmm. uh, listeners and all that stuff. But uh, I don't know what else. We've gotten to interview some really interviews, cool people, yeah. like yeah. you know, people we never thought we would ever have a chance to talk to. Just Mick really Foley, cool stuff. Yeah. And Mick Foley, Diamond Dallas Page, just all those, all those cool people. Uh, you know, it's just really cool. And you know, like we said a few episodes, you know, it's nice that we get to form this little community, like with with David and his and his comics, to Eric and his championship yeah, belt. That's just that's freaking you know, cool. All these all these people that we've you know, sort of met or come in contact or encountered over the past three years. It's just really cool stuff. I'm really glad that we've gotten to do it. Uh, you know, with with our logo, we have an identity now. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's really cool. It doesn't feel like it's been three years, and I just, I enjoy doing it. This is something that, you know, we don't get paid to do this, and uh, we're just... Three guys just shooting shit. Exactly. Drunk. And it's just... <laughs> We get drunk, so uh, you know it was. It's just it's been a really amazing ride, and I hope it continues for a long time. Bigger and better stars. Anything from you? Uh, yeah, I mean, what you guys said. I mean, <laughs> I, I would just be redundant saying this stuff, but uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I think it will continue to be a lot of fun for us, and um, you know, it's something I honestly look forward to every week uh, coming in here to hang out with you guys and. Uh, getting to talk to you mm. and uh you. i i really enjoy hearing from the people who uh you know we hear from on a regular basis and even the people who check in every now and uh every now and again with us that's really yeah. cool too and uh, yeah i mean uh you know you mentioned some guys you know we form relationships like john uh and eric and um it's nightmareprowrestling.com asteroidbeltcompany.com you can go check those guys out over there mm. but uh yeah, it's cool. Uh, also, you mentioned the, just because you mentioned it, the the logo. Uh, everybody's shirt who like was supposed to get one from the promo John Donomite thing has been shipped out for like at least a week and a half, maybe two weeks now. So, uh, it's a lot of international. It is a lot of international, and I didn't ship it like well, we normally ship it because it's so fucking expensive to ship <laughs> them that way. But if you guys can just like drop us a message so we know that you you got it or whatever, mm-hmm. like I don't know, like be on the lookout. Yeah. Just let us know whatever, if you get it or not, yeah. so I know. Peace of mind. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, thank you for the question. Thank you for the memories for everyone. We certainly do appreciate it. Three years gone There's by. There's more years to come. I hope, certainly hope so. It's going to be uh, definitely a lot of fun. So we'll have to see who we can get on for our fourth year as we enter 2014. Hell yeah. First, you can uh, you know tune in next week to our anniversary slash Christmas special where we're going to bring you at least a couple of very special mystery guests. Yeah, yeah. very cool stuff. So uh, so be on the lookout for that, and we'll see you in 2014 for the podcast crew. Well, you know, we got to plug our stuff. Submit your questions. Head on over to our YouTube page, WNS Video. Uh, speaking of our YouTube video, uh, WNS Video, uh, I've gone through our page and sort of updated a lot of, a lot of stuff, so we're trying to get, like, you know, a little bit more content. Also... Uh, you know, I asked for a new video camera for Christmas so that I can sort of document our trip to WrestleMania. Uh, and then, you know, from that, we'll 
I'm going to try and get more videos up on YouTube, not just the podcast, so that maybe we yeah. can get some uh, some followers on there. So that would be really cool. Um, so, like, inevitably, we're always, like, somewhere doing something. We're like, it would have <laughs> been so great if we would have had, like, something to document that moment for the mm-hmm. listeners. But uh, we're always like, oh, oh, well, fuck it. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe in the future. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so hopefully in the year 2014 we'll be able to – push out some some really cool videos for you guys or something like that. I know I, we've gotten tons of requests to do a video podcast episode, so who knows, maybe that could be in the future Just one the day. upload times on that is enough as like a nightmare. You'd have to stream well, it. Well, yeah, that's that's what I was going to. That's the, one of the features on YouTube that you can actually do. You can uh, huh. do that. But the thing would be that. how, you know, we'd have to hook up three microphones to whatever source that we're using it would be it would be the rock band mic won't hurt work yeah <laughs> so uh so we'll have to see what we can do as far as that but uh submit your questions on our youtube page there'll be a nice video subscribe to us on there hit us up on uh wrestlingnewsource.com our our facebook page <clears throat> wns podcast also wrestlingnewsource.com on on facebook uh subscribe to our show on itunes searching wrestling news source podcast uh, we're also on Tud Twitter at WNS Podcast, and for the main site, uh, WNS Source, we're in our panties. Yeah, uh, they're both individually on Twitter. I may be again eventually. Um, Tyler is at Tyler underscore A Bear. He says he's not yeah. tweeting until he gets a million followers, just like CM Punk. So <laughs> go follow him. And, uh, Come on, WNS yes. underscore Daniel for those guys. We're also on Stitcher. Uh, go rate and review and subscribe over there as well, please. It means a lot. And speaking of Stitcher, they are having the 2013 Stitcher Awards. Uh, and hopefully we got enough nominations to get us on the ballot. So if that happens, if we get nominated for, you know, best new show, best anything, um, we would greatly, greatly appreciate your support and votes on stuff like that. I believe they said you can vote uh, once per day or something like that. So... Uh, the more people we get to help us out with that, yeah. that would be just absolutely awesome. Is like the nomination period over already? Uh, I think there's a couple days left. Go try and nominate us if you can. Yeah, yeah, so, we appreciate uh, it. Look up WNS Podcast or Wrestling News Source Podcast on Stitcher, and uh, make sure you nominate us. We would certainly appreciate yeah. it. For the podcast crew, I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Hebert. I'm Doug, and we'll catch you all in 2014.